Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. On this episode, Things in Trees. First, two poems about things that grow in trees, namely apples. Jean Connor started studying and writing poetry after she retired from a career as a librarian. Passager's editors liked Jean's work so much that they decided to expand Passager's role from just publishing a journal to publishing books as well. Jean's book, A Cartography of Peace, was the first book Passager published. Here from that book is Jean Connor's poem, Jonathan Apples, McCoons, and more. The valor of red barns cannot hold, nor that of covered bridges, nor the flame of sugar maples, nor warmth of the October sun. To see these last things, and to see ourselves seeing them, we drive into the country when the foliage in Lincoln Gap says, Come. For a short afternoon, we equate the sum of the world with pumpkins, purple asters, baskets of apples, honey, sumac, and scarlet. But can we be forgiven for this false equation? Because on rare days in October, the world, viewed from Vermont, really is round with pumpkins worthy of bees, their honeycomb and sweet with the fragrance of wood smoke, a world acquainted with cider, blessed with the willingness of apples, wise with the inerrancy of mountains. Jonathan Apples, McCoons, and More by Jean Connor Jonathan Apples, by the way, have always been my favorite. I grew up thinking they were named after me. Here's another poem about apples. Apple Spirits by Fran Markover. Pound sweet ginger gold, keepsake cameo. Heritage tastes at the farm stand remind me of our orchard in the Catskills. Wine saps, misshapen heirlooms for the deer who found the mornings. I'd gather the fallen treasures, present them to Grandmother. She held each one, red soft spots and bruises if it were a reckoning for the Book of Blossoms. This one's right for Mr. Needleman's strudel. These two, take away the worms, are perfect for Papa's kugel, and the crab apples, winter keepers for cider. Grandma pared, sliced, cored in her flowery kitchen, made up tales of banished princesses, who braved their way home. Stories of peasants carving hopes into apple skins, words like children or riches engraved into fragrant flesh. Nights after dessert, Grandpa strummed his mandolin, eyes closed, trusting the strings to tremble with remembrance. He sang, Hushabye, my little bird, Lilinka, mein Fegele. Perhaps the melody was lament for his mother, unable to take flight, or for me, leaving our family nest for school. As we bowed in a circle, lit candles, Grandma's hands beckoned the light toward her face, her heart. She whispered into flame, Yitzhak, Levi, or Clara, Ruchel. When someone utters a name, she promised, prayer rises, blessings tumble down, bear fruit. Apple Spirits by Fran Markover, from her book, Grandfather's Mandolin. Next, two poems about things that hang out in trees, namely, birds. Pat Anthony said that her poem, Goldfinch on Guara, was inspired by the hard work of truck farming, 
and the desire to occasionally take flight from it all. Oh, how we flew today, me grasping those hollow bones like tiny rudders against your jerky scallops. Dips, sunflower seed snatching dives, total concentration to keep from tumbling into the fisted heads of Queen Anne's lace, tied by invisible fingers against marauding beaks and pincher claws. Mid-flight, I heard the farmer rumbling like an old truck about worms on the onions. But I kept on flying past the endless rows of beans and tomatoes, putting distance between us and those full bushels, waiting for blanching, freezing. We rocketed away until I'm unsure how I find my hands full of asters in this prickly sweater, a single goldfinch scolding from a spray of guara like we're secret friends. Pat Anthony's poem, Goldfinch on Guara. Finally, by Jennifer Wallace from her book, The Want Fire, at daybreak. Waiting for the oriole under the serviceberry tree. I swear, the orange bird did come once to this tree, under which I now sit with my camera and fancy lens. It's good medicine to wait for a bird, to try to chase it doesn't work. The more I look, the faster it recedes, too high into the tall pines. A cardinal came to rescue me, a ruby throat too, but they didn't stay long enough to do much good. So while I contemplate another hard winter past, the peeled paint on the steps I fix each year, a friend dead, another pissed off at her boss, and a grandchild yet to arrive, the bees in the berry blossoms promise summer pies. And all the while, the question mark that is the absent oriole whistles the same old song. But the bird won't come, has other worms to fry. And the world won't behave, not even for me, though by God I wish it would try. At Daybreak, Jennifer Wallace. To buy At Daybreak or Jean Connor's book, A Cartography of Peace, or to subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passager staff, I'm John Shore. Thank you.